Hello, lovely friends. Welcome to Uncovering the Subconscious, the podcast for all things random and sweet, including spirituality, manifestation, mindset growth, and a sprinkle of my random life updates and recommendations. My name is Dana, and this podcast is for anyone who wants to learn more about spirituality and mindset, particularly at the starting few years of your spiritual journey. Hi friends, welcome to episode 11 of Uncovering the Subconscious podcast. Excited to have you guys back again. And now this episode is going to be all about taking the leap of faith. Um, Very excited to get into it. But to begin with, I thought I'd do a bit of an introduction, if I can speak, sorry, to just my week and what's been happening. Um, I just finished reading another book by Colleen Hoover and I'm a little bit obsessed with that and I just want to read it again. Uh, it's called Reminders of Him. And if you haven't read it yet and you're a reader or even if you're not a reader, I you need to read this book. I am obsessed and I've just finished reading it. So I'm right on the I'm on the book high right now. I just um I just want to talk about it nonstop. Uh, so I better stop or this whole episode is going to be about the book. But yes, I really think that you should read it. It is a great book and I'm going to use this podcast to get my mind off of it so I can sleep tonight. Anyway, so what else has happened for me this week? So I am free from COVID, which is great out of isolation, back to work, for the last three weeks before I'm off for a month to head back home for a bit and then I head to the UK. Um, Also this week I have been prepping the next podcast episode. Uh, If you haven't seen on my story yet, my amazing intelligent friend Danny, who is a relationship and dating psychotherapist in training, will be joining me on the next episode. Um, so that's also what I've been working on. So I've been prepping with Danny for that podcast episode this week. And then I've just been moving out. So I moved out of my house the end of this month. I managed to sell the like, majority of my furniture over the weekend, minus my bed, because I'm going to need that for another month, and my desk, because... Otherwise, I would be currently recording this on the floor because it actually was very popular, the desk, and then I took it off. Um, but yeah, so things are things are selling well. It's all gone well on the right path, and I feel very, very aligned at the moment, all because, as this episode is about, I took the leap of faith. So let's actually get into this topic now. So as mentioned, this episode is all about taking the leap of faith and just doing that thing that you've really, really been wanting to do, to do, but you're just being too scared or just very put back to do, to just take that step and take that leap. And I decided to actually do this topic this week because I've had a few messages of people who've been listening to the podcast and it's, it's really great. They've said how inspired they are and they really want to do something similar. They want to either start a podcast, they want to start a business, but they're just it's taking that next step that can be hard. So I felt like that was a real big sign for me because I got a few at one point and I felt like it was a big sign for me to do this episode. And because I want to be able to help people, I want to be able to inspire you to make that step, to do that thing that you want to do, but it's just something's holding you back. And so that's what this episode is going to be about. And I really, really hope that this is going to help you and help push you. And if you have any other questions about it, feel free to send me a DM. Like any any advice you want, just send me a DM because I'd, I'd love to help you. 
And the thing is like taking a leap of faith, it's been a huge big part of my life doing things I never thought I would do. Starting my business, I never thought I would do. I always said, I always said, no, I would never actually do it. And then one day it just changed and I was ready. And not as I'll go into this episode, you'll never be a hundred percent ready, but I just knew I knew it was time and I knew I would find a reason why not to, but I was like, I'm done with that. And honestly, you'll realize once you start taking a leap of faiths, it's actually not as scary as it seems. It's more scary thinking about it than actually doing it. So without further ado, let's start the episodes. I'm going to start by talking about what topics we're going to be going over. Okay, so the topics I'm going to discuss in this episode. So I'm going to talk about what it actually means to take a leap of faith, as well as include some examples. I'm going to talk about how you how you can know that you're ready to take that leap of faith, but also how to believe in yourself, because that can be sometimes the thing that's holding us back is this faith in ourselves. I'm another very important thing I want to talk about, and I might even do a whole podcast podcast episode about it, is why failure and rejection is actually not a bad thing. I'm then going to go into how you can take a leap of faith. I'm going to go into the benefits of taking a leap of faith. And and then I want to talk about my own personal experience with taking, I've said this word a lot of times already, taking a leap of faith. And I'm going to include both good and bad experiences to re- just so you can get an idea of how even with the bad experiences, the results are still worth it. And anyway, listen, listen long enough to get to that point and you'll see what I mean. I'm then, of course, going to talk about how taking a leap of faith relates to the law of attraction, and then I will conclude the episode. So what does it actually mean to take a leap of faith? So it is about recognizing that you no longer want to go down the current life path that you're on and recognizing that you're ready to make change. And then from that point, it requires faith both in yourself as well as the universe, as well as your vision. So your vision of what you want the result to be. It's about having faith of those three key things to actually be able to apply it and take that leap. Once you take this leap of faith and once you make these big changes, you will start to see how how many great things can come from it and the thing is once you start taking like the, taking this leap of faiths and start ta- making these big life changes you'll actually want to do it more and you'll not that you should overdo it but you'll want to next time you come to a point where you want to do something big you're gonna feel a lot more brave in doing it because you've done it before and you've seen the success of it and it's important to know with taking the leap of faith with making big changes there's going to be struggles there's going to be hardships there it's a very high highly likely scenario that there's going to be struggles because that's just life and that's just what happens and it's honestly how we learn and it's how we grow but it's just about remembering and keeping the faith that there's a reason for it there's there's a reason there's a reason that these struggles come up and these hardships and you like and in the moment I'm not saying don't ignore your emotions listen to the episode about toxic toxic positivity, it is important to recognize that and it's important to live in those struggles and live in those hardships and experience those emotions because it's going to teach you more about yourself. So the very worst case scenario is that you learn more about yourself and like that, that is why taking a leap of faith is so important. And honestly, you, it's, it's this chance that it, everything will work out amazing and it will be even better than you imagined in your head. And so it's kind of like to the point that why not? So why not 
take that chance? Why not take that chance that the worst case scenario is you you learn a little bit more about yourself? And I, I spoke about this in a previous episode, but in case you haven't heard that one, I want to talk about it again. But sometimes it's really good to evaluate. This is what my therapist gave me some advice whenever I get stuck in my mind over a situation and I start stressing. It's really good to evaluate by starting with the question, what is the worst case scenario of me doing this? So what is the very, very worst case scenario of me taking this leap of faith and it going wrong? And then what is the very best scenario? So what is the very best thing that could possibly happen to you? And then finishing with the question, what is the most likely? So what is most likely to happen by you taking this leap of faith? And looking over and evaluating those questions will help you with a lot of things. It will help you realize or help you realize that there's more than just the worst option available. For one, it helps you recognize that the most likely option has nothing to do with the worst option at all. But it also helps you realize that sometimes the worst option is actually not even that bad. So it's kind of like, why not take that risk? And why not take that leap and realize that the worst case scenario that you've now put down on paper that you can now see what it is, is worth it. It's still worth it risking it to get to that best case and it's just realistically it's just important to remember that it's going to benefit you in some way and it may it may be more negative than positive but at least there are normally lessons in there there's the negative can still come out with a slight positive which is it's good it's a lesson it's a it's a reason it's a reason to take the leap of faith And so to get a bit more specific, some examples of taking the leap of faith. So it can go forever, these examples, but this is just some I thought I'd share. So it could be quitting your job. Uh, It could be moving houses. It could be moving cities. It could be moving states. It could be moving countries. (laughs) Me, going to do that very, very soon. Uh, It could be leaving a bad friendship or a bad relationship, starting your own business, starting a podcast, or it could just be anything. It could be anything that you really, really want to do. And that may be something that you've been a little bit, you've let fear kind of take over and you haven't done it yet. And it's, it can range from anywhere. It can also be travel. It can be applying for your dream job or even just approaching someone that you're interested in. These are all the options. These are all the ways that you can practice taking a leap of faith and you can realize how scary it's not really when you're actually taking the action instead of just fearing the action. So how can you know that you're ready to take the leap of faith? And I'm going to be dead honest here. You're probably never going to be 100% ready. Okay, no, not probably. You're not ever going to be 100% ready because there will always be a reason not to. That is that is the thing. It is our ego. It comes out. It will always give us a reason not to. But there can be times where you might be a little bit stuck that you're a bit fearful that this isn't actually your decision and this is where this part might help you a little bit. So if you're worrying that this isn't really the right path for you taking this leap of faith, the first thing to do is listen to your intuition. Take time, whether that be meditation, breath work, just sitting in silence, set your timer for somewhere between five to 15 minutes and just sit there and just let your mind work over. Take time to hear your own voice speak and see what your voice is telling you. What is your gut telling you? How do you feel about this leap? Uh, and also don't listen to your fears. Another big piece of advice is your fears, and this is your ego, your ego controls your fears, and it's almost guaranteed to arise when you are making big changes. So the second you want to make a big change, there are going to be fears that come up and they can be the most 
illogical fears ever. They can have logic to them. It doesn't matter. It They come up no matter what. Like some of the things that have come up for me when I decided to move to the UK was just ridiculous and so unlikely, such a small percentage of it happening. And yet it comes up and it controls you and it tries to make you change your decision. And this is, as I said, it's our ego because our ego tries to protect us. Our ego uses fear as a protective strategy because our ego is kind of like just that it's that thing that's inside of us and it just stresses over everything and it's just so concerned and it doesn't matter if it's the right path for you it just it it will pick out all the fears and because taking the leap of faith normally is a huge big change it's going to come with risk so your ego is going to be very loud when you start thinking about taking a leap of faith And another way to know if you're ready is reflect on your values. So if you haven't already listened to the episode on values, go back and have a listen to it Um, and then look at your top 10 values and consider whether this decision you're making, whether this leap of faith you're making, is it your decision? Is it something you want to do or does it reflect someone else's values or someone else's choices? So say it's moving to a certain university you want to start a certain university but your values don't really reflect that you're more creative you like to be free-spirited you like travel but you're going to the university because your parents always wanted that they've paid for your university they have expected you to go and it's looking at that and realizing hang on this isn't my decision this big change isn't my decision I'm basing this on someone else's values because when you're based off someone else's values it's never going to make you happy And that is why it's so important. That's why I'd suggest going back and listening to the episode on values um, because it can really help in making a big life decision. Another piece of advice is listen to your body. So your body is going to tell you things. Your body is going to to complain to you. You'll feel it if if something's not right. And this is is where you can feel, this is where I, I would reflect this back to the values and the if you're basing off someone else's values. So if you're making this huge life change and you're already so overwhelmed in life and you feel like you're just, you're where you're at now, you've just made all these life changes and you're not ready for that next big change. You want to settle down. You want to let things calm down a bit. And then you feel like you have to make this other big decision and your body is just screaming at you. Your body is probably overtired. It's restless. You're probably getting anything, pimples. You're probably getting weight. Your body is like talking to you and saying, calm down. I need a break. And so listen to your body. Listen to see if your body is giving you a message. Um, And again, this is when this decision isn't coming from you, when this decision is coming from someone else. But to be honest, majority of the time that you want to make a leap of faith and you know and your intuition is yelling at you to do it, but you won't do it and that is that fear talking and it's that fear going you're not ready and let's be honest, you are ready no matter what, you're ready to go. It is time. I did the exact same thing with my tarot business. I went, I need to learn all the cards off by heart and then I learned them and then I left it so long that I forgot them and then I went, now I have to relearn them again. And then I had to do this. And then I had to, there was always something else I had to do. And then I got to the point, I was like, no, no more. I'm ready. I'm doing it. I might not be 100% ready, but I will learn. And that's the thing. You learn a lot more by doing than by just sitting there and researching. But when you start doing, you will learn along the way. So do it. Just like take that leap of faith and realize how, how much more inside you were actually ready 
and how much more capable you are of learning because you've done that, because you've taken that leap. And of course, normally the reason that you might be holding yourself a little bit back from taking this leap is because you're not believing in yourself. And do you know what? This happens all the time. It happens to me all the time. It happens to pretty much everyone all the time. I'd highly doubt if someone has never had a moment when they don't believe in themselves, when they have started to doubt in themselves and some more than others, some might need this part a lot more than others, but it is so important to have that faith in yourself because you have the potential to do anything. And the thing is, we're as humans, we're so adaptable. So even if you think you're not very good at something, when you start putting yourself into it and start doing it constantly, you will adapt to it and you will learn so much quicker. So how can you believe in yourself? Number one, change your perspective. Stop seeing things as what you can't do or what you don't know how to do and instead see it as an opportunity to learn. So instead of saying, I can't, I can't speak Italian, so I can't do that. Go, I have an opportunity here to learn Italian. So let's do it. Let's start it. And number two is emotional control. So learn to control and live with your emotions. So uh, I've spoken about this in the toxic positivity episode. It's about not hiding away from those negative emotions and instead learning to feel them and learning to experiencing them so that you can release them. Because once you get your emotions under control and you can learn how to control them a lot more often and you know how to experience them and let yourself feel them, you'll be able to have more faith in yourself instead of being to the point that you can't handle your emotions and you're breaking down all the time because you keep ignoring it and you keep like pushing it away that you can't even trust yourself to handle the emotions number three is conquer your limiting beliefs and this is where journaling can be really beneficial so why looking back at like taking the leap why what is holding you back why are there doubts coming up for you Write down what those doubts are because those doubts are going to lead you to something deeper. So then go deeper into it. So when you've wrote, like when you've put down those doubts, start going deeper into the questions and ask yourself where are they coming from? Where have these doubts come from? Are they coming from my childhood? Is it because my parent told me that I couldn't do this one day and now I've it's come into my adulthood? And then you can go that step further and do do that further and do that like inner child work or just start doing that shadow work. Uh, number four, I think we're up to is celebrate your wins. So whether big wins, small wins, remember to celebrate them. Every time you have do something successful, every time you, I'm going to use my example today, find a really good book that you really love. Celebrate that. Like I celebrated at the start of this episode, every time that you get, you have a business or you get a like on your post and you feel, you feel really good about it. Celebrate that, like celebrate the small ones, celebrate the big ones, but don't just push it aside. Let yourself experience the success of that moment. And cause your body and your mind is going to start craving it more and it's going to start bringing it in more. So you're going to find more success through that because you're going to be more determined to experience it again. Number six is, I think it's number six or maybe it's number five. Okay, let's stop numbering. Anyway, next one is correct your posture. So stop slouching because slouching is actually very, it drains your confidence. It's kind of, you'll be surprised how just by fixing your posture, standing up tall and straight, not cowering, how much confidence you'll build through that because you, it's, it's building this confidence and this like faith in yourself. You 
I have to look more into it because I've been doing it lately. I've been working on my posture and it's made me feel so much more confident. Like it's just, you look more confident and then you feel more confident. And it's just, it's a whole nother thing that I probably should get, (laughs) go into more detail in, but we're going to go on to the next one is improve your self-talk and communication. So again, stop using words like can't and don't to yourself because you're convincing your mind that that it that it is true that you can't do something but also when you're communicating with other people mind your language watch what words you're using so for example don't apologize if you haven't done anything wrong it's like this weekend when I was selling furniture and I put on my post that I could only offer pickup like I couldn't do drop off and the amount of times I got messages asking if I could do drop off and the amount of times I went to write no sorry and then I was like well, no why sorry? Like there is no reason for me to say sorry. It's about changing that language. Don't apologize for things that you haven't, when you haven't done anything wrong. If you've done something wrong, yes, apologize. But if not, then why are you apologizing? It's like you're admitting to this other person that they're in the right and then they can then use that and control that. So stop saying sorry when you haven't done anything wrong. I know so many people that do it just automatically. They'll, I'll, I'll, even sometimes I've made a joke about something and someone's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, why? Why? I was joking. I was paying myself out. Don't, don't apologize. And, um, yeah. So I know a lot of people out there will feel very connected to that about feeling like they have to apologize. And I know how automatic it can become as well. Even this weekend, again, like pulling myself up with saying it's, I changed my word to unfortunately, (laughs) instead of using sorry. And it's that small little steps of watching your language and Another example is not using this. I'm really, really bad for like using phrases such phrases such as I think or if that makes sense, because it demoralizes. It makes you sound like you don't trust yourself and you don't have faith in yourself, which is going to make the other person not have faith in you. And it's it's very easy because it kind of like backs you. It like gives you a backup. So it's like, oh, if that makes sense. So essentially so if it if it doesn't make sense, it's on you. Like that, that is why I use it. It's really bad. It's but that all it actually does is make you sound like you don't know what you're talking about. And then people don't have faith in you, then you don't have faith in you. So it is about rewording and watching how you communicate with other people. And also another really good way in communication is make eye contact. Eye contact is confidence. Like making that eye contact automatically is going to make you look more confident in yourself. Another way is to practice gratitude. So start naming all the changes you've made in your life previously and why you're grateful for them. Even if they didn't turn out great, like what lessons did you learn from them? Why are you grateful for them? Or what decisions did it lead you to? Like maybe you made this horrible decision to make this huge big life change, but then you ended up meeting a friend who then introduced you to your partner. Like it's, that's the thing. You can always find something about a lesson or something that changed your life. An example of this is I studied teaching last year. I started it um, for a semester and I hated it. It wasn't for me. It did not connect to me at all. But do you know what? If I didn't do it, I wouldn't have learned a lot more about myself. If I hadn't, even though it's a lot of money down the drain and it can be kind of that point of, oh, I just wasted so much time and money. I didn't waste time and money though because it, it showed me what I'm that I, I like teaching and I like I I like helping people and inspiring people, but it wasn't my age group. And it's helped me become more specific that I want it more like in my business and I want it more people my age or people older. I want to be able to inspire people that are of a higher higher age and teenagers or children. 
And that's the thing. So it actually helped me get more specific in what I wanted to do. Uh, The next one is the power of proximity. So listen to other people and take their advice and listen to their stories and actually focus on them. Don't get focused on the story you want to tell next. Listen to what they're telling you and see if there's advice you can take from that. Learn from other people and be encouraged by other people because this can help you build your faith in yourself. Uh, the next one is live in the present moment, of course, which was the not the last episode, but the episode before. So if you haven't listened to that, another episode to go listen to. So let go of the past, forgive the past, and focus on what changes you can make in your life now that can lead you to success. Because when you let go of the past, you're going to start being able to instead build faith on yourself and not not trust this person that this you that doesn't exist anymore from the past because you've changed you've learned you're not the same person anymore okay why is failure and rejection actually not a bad thing and do you know what this is something it it is something to really ingrain into you but it is so important it is actually really important to understand this because failure and rejection it's such a taboo topic and it's like something no one wants to talk about and no one it's very unlikely someone is going to bring up a time they failed or a time they were rejected because it's it's taboo. People go, oh, you failed at something? Oh, oh, okay, so you're not very good at that then. If you failed at it once, it must mean you're terrible. It's just, it's this idea or, oh, someone rejected you? Oh, okay, well then clearly you're not very good. Like it's this idea of this this failure and this rejection being such a bad thing instead of being the lessons and the guidance that you actually needed and an example of this is I applied for a job that I really thought was my dream job and I was set I was like I'm gonna get this job I want this job like this is amazing this is a mix of everything that I've wanted and I and I failed I didn't get the job it it wasn't offered to me it went somewhere else and do you know what that's okay it happened I kept going on. I kept going on with my life and I learned more about myself and I learned to take rejection. And it was like another another step of taking rejection. And that's the thing. It, failure and rejection, it's a lesson. It doesn't have to be a bad thing if you choose for it not to be. There was a Alexis in the Do you Fucking Mind podcast. She talked about, I think it was her podcast she spoke about, and I don't know if it was her father, but she spoke about how a father would always ask his kids when he got home, what failures did you make today? And he turned into a positive. So it got to the point that the kids would come home and be like, oh, oh, like, oh, I failed at this today. Oh, I failed at this. And he'd be like, oh, amazing. Or one day they'd come back and um, he'd be like, oh, so what did you fail at today? And they'd be like, oh, no, I didn't fail at anything today. And it was just a, it's such a good way to just encourage kids to make mistakes and to like and to fail because it, when you fail, it means you've tried. It means you've given something a go. So why is that a bad thing that you've actually tried and given something a go? I can't remember what episode it is. Otherwise, I would recommend that specific episode. But I just found that story really inspiring. And I think it's actually a really good practice to have to to kind of teach your kids that failures and rejection is okay. And the thing is, the more that you fail or get rejected, the less the fear of failing or getting rejected will be able to control you. So, and like, don't get me wrong, I'm still, it's still something that plagues me and it's still something I'm working on, but I just think like learning about this is so important. I want to share it with you guys, but it's just 
the more you fail, you realize, okay, that wasn't actually as scary as I thought it was. Or the more you get rejected, it's like, oh, okay, like, no, that wasn't so bad. So back when, I think this was about two years ago now, I got, I'm going to say conned because I got a little bit conned, but I got into this basically multi-marketing job where I was like multi-level marketing job where I was working at a shopping mall trying to get people signed up on energy plans. I don't know how I ended up there. I lasted all of two days. Actually, I don't even think I lasted the second day before. I was like, this, 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 basically this leap of faith was not for me. And this was not something I, um, that I want to continue with, but you know what? I gave it a go. And now I know to avoid those job listings. But anyway, so at that job, I'm sure that that you have all experienced being the person that passes someone at a mall who's trying to sign you up to an energy bill. Ironically enough, we had to do a five-minute presentation at uni about anything. It could have been about anything. And I did it about how to avoid those people. (laughs) And then I became one of those people for two days. And anyway, so back to my whole point of this story. So if you ever want to experience and go through rejection, work as one of those what work is that work at a shopping mall when you have to try and like set someone up on a plan the amount of people that walk past you the amount of people that ignore you when you say hello the amount of people that just won't even make eye contact you or full-on like do a huge big round like and pretend they can't see you bring their phones out like it's so obvious but it's actually it's, it's just so funny I was like I was experiencing it and I'm like well I'm really getting a handle of rejection because I got to the point I was like I don't even like I, I don't think I'm gonna last here I don't even care I just want to talk to someone so I'd be like hi and the person would just like not look at me I'm like <laughs> and I'd be like okay that's another rejection I just wanted to talk to you <laughs> and that's the thing so if you need to get a handle on rejection Get a multi-level marketing job and you're set to go. It will teach you rejection and you will be ace at it by the end of it. Anyway, past the shopping mall job that was a not so fun two days of my life. But as I said, it did teach me a lesson about what I didn't want to do. Um, back to the fa- failure is it's basically having like going through failure or rejection is just about understanding and learning why why it happened and being able to grow from there. And I think this is a topic I could do go into more detail about and I might do in a future podcast episode. So keep an eye out for that. So how can you take a leap of faith now? So how can you just do it and just jump in and what is the steps? Where what where can you go now? So the first thing to do is set your intention. Make sure you know what you want out of this leap of faith. And have clear intent on the path that you want to take. And then surrender the outcome. Let the universe take control of the outcome. Your only worry, your only focus on the is on the leap and how you show up on your journey. And then once you've taken this leap of faith, start looking for signs and synchronicities. So the universe is going to send you these signs to show that you're on the right path. But you just need to make sure you're looking for them or you're going to miss them. It is the way, it's the way that the universe will acknowledge you and acknowledge that you're on the right path. Uh, An important thing to remember is just jump before you're ready. Ideally in this nice like butterfly and rainbow perfect world, we would be completely prepared and completely ready before we took this leap of faith. But that, that's not realistic. That is not how life works. Everything will start to fall into place once you start. So you just need to trust in yourself and trust in the universe 
it is, it's called a leap of faith for a reason. It's about having that faith that it will lead you on the right path and releasing that fear. And the last thing as you take this leap of faith is just find support for your journey, whether that be that people that are already in your life or you'll find once you start to, once you take this leap that you're going to start attracting, and this is the signs and synchronicities, you're going to start attracting people in your life that support you. They're going to have a similar interest. They're going to be people that you can rely on and that are going to encourage you. And I've experienced this ever since I started my business and my podcast. My The people I surround myself now are so supportive and I know I can always talk to them. They always talk to me about my podcast episodes. Like I, I, I always feel so supported and I lean on them. I lean on my friends and that's what you need to do too. You lean on your friends, lean on your family and lean on the universe. Like rely, rely and find support from other people to help you in this leap of faith. So what are the benefits of you taking that leap of faith? Um, number one, oh, we're not going to number again because I know I'm going to lose track of it. So the first one is you will discover more about yourself and about your higher self. So when we make big changes, it makes us analyze who we are and what we want. And so through that, you're going to learn more. The next one is you will start to feel an unforgettable feeling of being whole. So when you take that leap of faith, you're going to feel this elation that you will never feel from anything else. Even if it's temporary, it's going to be this feeling of success of taking such a huge step. And it's going to be that confidence and that sense of freedom that comes with it. Another one is you're going to be more intuitive. You're listening to your intuition. So you're going to be able to listen and understand when it's your intuition more. You're going to be able to recognize when it's your intuition over your ego because it's teaching you how to how to know how to know what one it is. Another one is you will achieve, you'll achieve great things, whether that be a lesson or whether it be success, it's going to lead you on a new path and new direction. And you're through that, you are going to achieve so many great things. Another benefit is you will discover what you're capable of. You're reaching for steps that you probably thought, sorry, probably thought once that you were never capable of doing. And you've already proven yourself wrong there. You've probably already proven a lot of other people wrong because you made that leap of faith. Another one is you're going to overcome fears because that that fear that was telling you you couldn't do it, you ignored it and you did it anyway and you have overcome that fear. And it is such an incredible feeling to realize that that fear was just words and it was actually a lot easier than you may have realized to overcome that. And looking back at it, that fear will just look so little in comparison to what you've done. And another really, really great benefit of taking the leap of faith is you're going to meet new people. So you're going to start surrounding yourself. And this is what I've already mentioned earlier. It's likely that you are going to meet new people as you make changes in your life because these changes are going to affect other areas of your life and it's going to start attracting more people that are similar to you and have similar interests to what you're doing. And you never know who these people are going to be. You never know the changes that they could make. Like I, I remember I remember talking to my housemate as she dropped me off. I went to this event that I knew basically no one. I, I kind of knew these girls that I was going with, but I, had, I didn't know them really well. This is a little bit of a leap of faith for me too. I decided to go to this event and I was a little bit scared and my housemate was like, I can't believe you're going. And I was like, yeah, but you don't know what can happen in that night. You don't know what can change. And it's so funny because we had that conversation and then that night I met one of my friends 
who I have been friends with like good five, six years now. And she's such like an important person in my life. And it's just so weird to think if I had not went to that party, I would not have met her and we wouldn't be friends today. And the people I've met, the amazing people I've met through her, I would not have met. So it's like things like that. It's the people that you meet by taking this leap of faith. And it's all these benefits that comes along with it. So I wanted to share some of my personal experiences with taking the leap of faith. And I wanted to also include both good and bad ones, because I think it's important to remember just because you took a leap of faith and it didn't work out, it doesn't mean you can't do it again. Um, So one of the first ones I want to share is me deciding to study abroad. So in 2017, I decided to spend a semester of my uni in the Netherlands. So I lived in this small, small student town called Utrecht and it was just such, it was, it was the first big trip for me. It was my first solo trip that I decided to move knowing nobody there for six months by myself to this random city I'd never heard of before. And I made that decision. I took that leap and it was one of the best things I did. I met so many new people. I met so many amazing friends. I had so many experiences that define who I am today. I visited over 10 different countries. I learned so much about different cultures. And it's, and as I said, it's, it is shaped me to be who I am today. Like it taught me a lot more about cultures. It's kind of built like having a lot of conversations with people, it built up my knowledge of things like um, the Black Lives Matter movement. And it taught me a lot having personal conversations, especially when you meet people from different cultures, because they're going to give you a different, a different perspective. And like Black Lives Matter movement is such an important movement. And I feel like I'm a lot more involved in it now than I would have been before I did that. And it's just that it's this shaping, it, it shaped me into a different person. And it, it made me fall in love with travel and it made me travel so much more because of it. It's the reason that I'm moving to the UK now. Another example is I took a leap of faith and I decided to move to New York. And that was in, (laughs) that was, I was due to move move April, 2020. So you might see where this is going. Um, So I'd always dreamed of moving to New York and it was my ideal. I was going to move. It was like for over 10 years. I was like, I'm going to live in New York one day. It's going to be a year that I live in New York and what is it? Yada, yada, yada. (laughs) It was was going to happen. I knew it. It was going to happen. It It was set. And I got to the point that like I had my visa appointment booked and I was moving in April and I was looking for jobs and I was looking for apartments and then COVID hit. So I had decided to make this leap of faith. I had decided to, I'd start, I'd already started paying for it. Um, I'd started paying for my visa. I, I lost a little bit of money from it. I, it wasn't too bad. Honestly, I compared to some people, I didn't lose too much. And I was obviously devastated. I'd taken this huge leap of faith to move and it didn't even happen. And it was like, what, like all it's done is it's lost, it's lost money for me. And I felt so lost after it. I had already basically, I'd quit my job. I'd quit. I had two jobs at that point and I had quit them. I had basically prepared my life to leave. And I was at the point, I was like, what am I supposed to do now? And I honestly, it made me, it just, it made me evaluate my life because I was like, why am I so like, of course I was going to move. That's amazing. But why am I so determined to move? I kind of, I went deeper into it and I realized that when I traveled, I became a different person than who I was when I was in 
Adelaide or in Australia. And I was just, I was more confident. I felt like I could do more things. And when I traveled, I just felt, I felt alive and I felt just like I, I was on top of the world and I would do things I would never do if I was in Australia. And it made me realize why. So I started, I started working on why can't I do that in Australia? And it pushed me and it made me, it taught me this lesson and I started looking more into it. And that's when I'd, I'd always been into spirituality, but at that point I was still in the closet about it. I was still like denying like, oh yeah, I like it, but mm, like, you know, I don't know if I believe in it. Um, well, it made me evaluate that. It made me start looking into spirituality and then it made me start a course and it made me... Um, it made me learn more about myself. It made me start my business. It made me move like two years later, decide instead to move to the UK because I realized the USA, it was never a place I really connected with. It, it was just this fantasy of New York, of being this place to go to. And I actually think I would have hated living there. <laughs> like now I look back and I know my values and I know the type of person I am. I don't think I actually would have enjoyed it. And it's like so yes like I took that leap of faith and it didn't happen and it didn't work out but it taught me so much about myself that I never would have learned if I hadn't done that if I had just decided not to do it and stayed at my job stayed at the house and didn't force myself to basically reevaluate my life and then my last one I will share about me and it will end on a high note I suppose of me taking the leap of faith is I started this course called level up, which I'm, I'm sure I've talked about a few times in different episodes for, so this is Chloe Corcoran who has a podcast as well. Let's be naked. Um, great podcast, great, great woman. Like Chloe's amazing. She's very inspiring. And I was listening to a podcast and she talked about her group course level up and it was quite expensive. It's quite an expensive course and it was would be quite a leap for me to have do it like that's at the point I was it was quite a leap of faith to start that course and I remember having a conversation with my mom about it and she was like it is very expensive and I was like yes but either I do it and yeah I might regret it and it's just a waste of money or and then that two thousand dollars is already gone like so it was about two thousand dollars I think and once that money's gone it's gone like it's it's not going to come back it's kind of like it's it's released anyway so what's the point of missing something that's no longer there or I do it and it absolutely changes my life in such so many beneficial ways that I never would have experienced if I didn't do it. And so I decided to do it. I decided to risk it. My mom was like, you know what? Well, there's your answer. And so I did it. I paid that money. I pressed I pressed pay. Had a little bit of a heart attack after having, like pressing it. I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? And I met... I'm, I did it and I met a great group of girls. I learned so much more about myself. I went to such a deeper level. I started my business because of it. Because before I started that course, I said I would never, never start a tarot card reading business. And then I reached a point I was like, I think I would. And I just need to talk to the girls about it because I know that they will push me in the right direction. And they did. And then from there, I got to the point of starting a podcast. And it was amazing. I barely actually hesitated with starting the podcast because I felt so so much braver with taking a leap of faith and it was so much less scary to me because I'd already done my business. I'd already done all these other huge, big leap of faiths that it was it was just another one. It's fine. And honestly, because of it and because of my business, I've met so many great people. Like I have so many different people that have entered my life because of my business, because of my podcast that I wouldn't have met otherwise. And 
if I had, and it all goes back to if I hadn't started level up, if I hadn't made that huge, big, like huge, big money leap of faith, I wouldn't be here. I would be in a completely different spot. And I don't know where that spot is. I, I don't even think about it, but I did do it. And I'm so, so happy every day that I did do it. Okay, I'm going to try and speed through this next part because I feel like I've went really long in the other parts and it's going to end up being a really long episode. So, law of attraction and the leap of faith. So, remembering that law of attraction is we bring in similar energy to what we're experiencing. So, what we're living in is what we're bringing in. So, if you're taking bigger steps towards your dreams, you're going to multiply that energy. So, essentially, the taking a leap of faith is taking action. And taking action is the gas that fuels the law of attraction. And the more that you take action, the more that you're showing how serious you are about your intentions to the universe. And this is where it's so important just to make sure you're taking inspired action and not ego-based action. So inspired action is when you do something because you feel that strong inner urge to do it. And it's like a gut feeling. And that is what taking a leap of faith is. When you have a belief and when you strengthen this belief that this dream will come true and you start living as if these goals have already achieved, because remember, that's a huge part of law of attraction is acting as if. And when you start taking these, making these huge, big life changes, so say you want to start a new business and you want to really, well, you want a really, really successful business. By starting that business, you're acting as if you're acting as if you already have this successful business. So you start to attract that. So acting as if will be that signal to your subconscious mind, which is what this podcast is all about, that this is the place where you belong. You belong with this successful business and you're proving it by starting that business. So when you start making these big changes and taking these leap of faiths, the universe is going to start giving you signs to show you're on the right path. So this is what you're attracting in. You're going to attract new ideas. It's going to bring in new people and possibilities into your life. You have so much inspiration, dreams, epiphanies, or anything else because you are taking the right action. So you were in, you were attracting more of that into your life. So just to quickly conclude the episode, it just, it, to take the leap of faith, it just requires faith in yourself, in the universe, and in the vision of who you want to be. And listen to your intuition, and it's going to strengthen your belief. That's all you need to do. Don't live a life that you're going to regret. Don't live a life that you're going to look at the end, and you're going to regret something you never did. You never want to regret something you never did. And it goes back to the question, why not? Why not do this? So that is the end of the episode. Thank you so, so much for staying for another episode. And I'm again, so happy to have you guys here and listening. I feel like this episode was really, really important to me. And I, I, it's one that I connect with very deeply and I hope that you guys connect with it too. Uh, Please let me know what you think of the episode in particular, this one, I would love to know. So of course, the normal ending, the gratitude. So this week's gratitude, I would actually like to say I'm thankful for myself and reflecting on this episode and doing the research for it, which just made me realize how much I've done for myself and how much I've made so many big changes and I've incorporated habits into my life and I'm willing to do things for myself and I'm willing to take leap of faiths in order to improve my life. So this week I am grateful for me. And that is the end of the episode. Again, like, please give the podcast a rating or send me a DM. Just like, I love it when you guys um, interact with either the podcast or my page. It makes me so happy just to know that someone's there and someone's someone's like getting inspired from it. It, ugh, it, it fills me up, fills my cup. Anyway, I hope your journey for the week is expansive and intuitive. Thanks, friends.